Hello, friends. This is Pastor Ryan, the lead pastor at Rocky Face Baptist Church. And again, I want to thank you for listening today to our podcast. Season four here, we're talking about uh, some challenges to some men specifically, but it applies to all on some things that we as men can do and should do in our Christian journey. And I mentioned it a couple podcasts earlier, maybe even one that's been missed, but I have, man, I have really uh, messed up quite a bit on recording podcasts. Uh, the system errors have been forever. I've spent literally hours on content that has been erased. So I hope that it will stay with us today. So with that being said, I want uh, if you have your Bible, I want you to follow along with me in Colossians chapter 2. Uh, in season 4, we're kind of looking at some different words like loving and resting. Uh, and today, I want us to look and to consider and think about this word, trusting. Who are we trusting? Who are you trusting today? Are you trusting in your financial advisor? Are you trusting in your employer? Are you trusting in your Wi-Fi connection? Or are you trusting in Jesus? Um, Colossians chapter 2, I find it very interesting. Paul is writing here to the church uh, at uh, Colossae here, and he's talking a lot about Jesus. I mean, Jesus is literally painted all over uh, this this small epistle here. But uh, chapter 2, I was reading it today, and as I was reading it, I started thinking about uh, our podcast and thinking about men and really thinking about myself and what I'm trusting in, who I'm trusting in. And uh, as a pastor, as a preacher of the gospel, as a Christian, uh, I often talk about Jesus, talk about his word. Um, I mean, every single day and all of that. Uh, but talking is different than trusting. And I want to give you a couple of verses today, make you a couple of thoughts, and I'll leave you with a challenge today of as a man and as a man of God, who are we trusting? Let me give you a few verses here. Colossians chapter 2. Hope you've made your way there. Uh, we're going to read some scriptures here. The Bible says in verse 3, In whom, that's Jesus, are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I've got a little arrow from verse number 3 pointing to verse number 2 uh, because the Bible tells us here that there's some treasures, and man, they are hid. They're not revealed uh, to mankind. They're not revealed to the lost. Uh, I would even say this. They're not revealed unto carnal Christians or backslidden Christians. They are revealed to Christians who truly want to know wisdom and truly want to know knowledge. You say, wisdom and knowledge, aren't they synonyms? Well, they are, but they're slightly different. Knowledge is information. Wisdom is how you apply that information. So uh, wisdom and knowledge do work together. You must have a knowledge of something, but wisdom is the how to appropriate that. But in Christ, the Bible teaches us here that we have treasures that are hid in him. And so if you want to know more about Christ, read the Gospels and experience what God has called us to do and walk with Jesus. And what you'll find uh, are things that are actually revealed to you. They will be like treasures to you. And uh, those are things you can't just learn at a Bible college. Those are things that you just can't learn uh, on a Sunday morning preaching service. These are, these are things that we learn as Christians uh, day to day. So in whom? That's Jesus. Let me give you another one uh, from Colossians chapter 2. 
Uh, verse number six, the Bible says, As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. So the next verse talks about some things too, but let me just stop for just a moment uh, in here. So in Christ, the Lord Jesus Christ, in him, uh, we needed to to walk in him. How do you walk in him? Well, you got to walk in his path. Uh, you got to live like him. you got to be a follower. Paul said, to be a follower of me as I am of Christ. And uh, we follow uh, the leaders, the apostles. We, we follow the church leaders. We follow our pastor. We follow Christians that we know walk with Jesus. But really the key is to walk after the Lord, to be like Jesus. Now, one might say today, well, how in the world am I to do everything like Jesus wanted me to do? I mean, uh, for crying out loud, I don't have power to call a coin out of fish's mouth. I don't have power to raise the dead. I don't have the power to do these things. And I would say that is true. We have uh, a foundational uh, truth that's there that we don't have some of those spiritual gifts. But we can be like Jesus in how we live, and we can be like Jesus in how we love and uh, we need to consider Christ. And that is that is the thing that we do. We trust Him to live by Him and through Him. So it tells us not just in verse 3, in Jesus here, we have hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge, and not just six, that we can walk in Him because we've received Him. But it also, in verse number 7, there's some other in Him's rooted and built up in him, the Bible says. So I'll stop there for a moment. So not only are we grounded in the Lord Jesus, we're actually built up in him. I got a really good example of that. I'm growing tomatoes right now. Uh, every year I grow tomatoes, different variety of tomatoes. My favorite is the Cherokee Purple. I absolutely love a fresh garden organic Cherokee Purple tomato sliced in the summertime with Duke's mayonnaise on white bread with salt and pepper. I told my wife today, I said, man, I can't wait for those to grow. Uh, but as those plants are growing, um, they will start laying over. They'll actually grow on the ground and kind of grow out and then up if they're not held up. And so what I do every year is I have these tomato stakes. And so when they're very small, when they're about six inches high, I will place a stake beside a little piece of stick. And I've done branches and things like that in the past. Uh, but I'll put that stake bes right beside it. I'll pull it, push it right down into the dirt. I'll even hear some of the roots break. I will push it right down beside it. Sometimes I will actually tie it up. But what I've found uh, is that the plant will grow according to how it's leaning. So I'll let it grow to about six inches tall. And is it starting to lean to the left or to the right or whatnot? I will place that stake as a first supporting beam down into the ground so that the plant can lean up against that. And then what I'll do a week or two later is I'll put a tomato cage or tomato uh, wires around the tomato because now it's growing not just up but growing out because it's been rooted down. And that's in Jesus. And so uh, it is having to literally lean on that stake and le literally lean on that cage in order to grow. And uh, it's not even got tomatoes yet. When it starts getting tomatoes, if it doesn't have a support, it will break. And that's just like the Lord Jesus Christ and who we're trusting today. We need to be grounded in him. Uh, have our foundation set correctly and have our day started with Jesus, but also we grow up with him. And uh, that's that's who we trust as we grow in the Lord, as we grow older. Uh, we need to trust the Lord here. Well, let's go on. The Bible says here, uh, and established in the faith, as you've been taught, abounding there with thanksgiving. So thanksgiving, a praise from our lips and our hands and our feet will be because we literally walked with the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, 
There's another in him. In verse number 9, the Bible says, For in him, that's Jesus, of course, dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And because of that, verse 10 says, And you are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. So we see a connection here uh, that Jesus has a correlation with the Trinity. And because of that, it's a completed work. And because we're a Christian in Christ, we are complete in him. And uh, because of that... Uh, He has all the power, and we need to trust that, that Jesus has the power uh, to to lead us, to guide us, to handle the situations of life. Uh, I was at a hospital uh, even last night. I mean, I didn't get home after midnight uh, praying with the family. And uh, I told I told the lady I was praying with, I said, we've got to trust him that he's doing what he's going to do. This morning, uh, she texted me that God had done a really big thing. And I said, victory is just in sight. And that victory, my friend, is not the medical doctors. It's not anything. It's Jesus. When we figure out what he's doing uh, in our our life. It's absolutely amazing. Well, continuing here, several verses, uh, verses 11 and fall, uh, through verse number uh, 15, he's talking about the victory that we have in Christ through his life and through his uh, baptism, really verse number 12, uh, the fact that uh, we've been baptized with Christ, we've been risen with Christ, uh, he raised us from the dead, he raised us from our sins, and if, if we can trust him with our salvation, we can certainly trust him in our in our walk and all of that kind of stuff. So thanks God for that, that we can uh, trust Christ. So let me ask the question today, who are you trusting? Are you trusting in your family? Are you trusting uh, in your uh, in the government? Then there's a lot of folks that are trusting a lot of things. But I'm telling you, as a Christian, our number one place that we ought to run to is the Lord Jesus Christ. So as men, let's stand up today and say, yes, we're men. We're going to be tough, but we're going to trust Jesus. We're going to believe that he uh, is going to do the will of God and he's going to complete and finish that task he's called to us today so we can live for him. Well, friends, thank you for listening today. May the Lord bless you.